Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Benchtown TV. I am Paul, and today with me are Jimmy and Dave. And we are hitting you guys with The Haunting of Bly Manor, episodes three and four, Two Faces Part One, and The Way It Came. You'd think it'd be Two Faces Part Two, but that's later on. Yeah, when is that? Um, (laughs) So uh, four episodes out of nine down. What are you guys thinking so far? Yeah, so I was on the episode yesterday. We have seven of us here that want to be on this podcast hosting, so we're mixing it up a little bit. So I'm the I'm the vet, quote unquote, from yesterday's uh, episodes one and two recording. I just can't stop watching. I'm a little upset that I have to <laughs> get podcast because I want to keep watching these episodes. I said in our Hill House podcast that I was hoping it wouldn't be specifically just a scary show with no story. And it seems like we're actually getting the opposite. I think it's definitely less scary and more story. I'm down with it right now. It's definitely a slow burn. What are you thinking, guys? So this is actually my first uh, horror show. I'm not really big into horror. We've probably you've probably heard this multiple times from the Hill House series that we covered, but this is my first time uh, on a horror genre, and I am really into it. Like I get scared very easily, but like you said, Jimmy, I wish I just got off work. I wish I went right home to watch the episodes, yeah. but obviously, love you guys. Want to be on this podcast, ready to talk about it because I'm used to different types of shows so i'm not i don't really know what i'm looking for here right when it comes to like background stuff and like these apparent like ghosts that are always in the show well don't write down everything you see like numbers on a dumb waiter tag <laughs> because that will be worthless and you'll look stupid yeah so right now honestly loving the show more than i thought i would and i'm excited to just go home and watch the next two yeah this is my first time on bly manor pod and I'm excited to talk about it. I mean, let's just get right let's into it. Let's just get it. right into it, guys. So it starts off with Miles coming to uh, at the end of episode two. He kind of faints, says, Mrs. Clayton, I don't feel too good. Faints. This episode starts off with him waking up. The transition here was really nice because I think the episode when it actually starts is where it exactly left off last episode. It's this man standing in the window, kind of faded but he has a creepy smile on his face. But I really, I just want to, so I interrupted you because I really enjoyed this transition of how it's him in the window into, I guess, the past where it's actually the gentleman that we're seeing. And he's like kind of in another mirror of a store. He's looking at himself in a suit kind of thing. And I just thought it was a really cool transition. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. So I'm specifically interested now, uh, Dave, to be talking to you about this because I actually didn't realize until tonight that you didn't see Hill House. Yep. And so, yeah, we were majorly comparing last episode Hill House to Bly Manor. So you're coming into this fresh. This is going to be I, I don't think it'll be an issue. I think ASAP. Now, this has made me really want to watch Hill House because based off what the reviews you guys gave it, I really want to watch it based on how I'm reacting to Bly right now. I think Hill House is definitely the next journey yeah i mean it definitely won't be an issue for if anything it'll be great because you don't want to compare these anthology series aren't supposed to be the Mm -hmm. same anyway you know so that's the problem i'm already saying i was saying off pod that i'm just going to keep calling him luke Mm -hmm. peter but we'll do our best yeah it'll Uh, be the opposite for me when (laughs) when i'm watching hill house (laughs) yeah he is looking fresh here he's got the nicest clothes we find out he's rolling in a Rolls Royce, mm-hmm. he he sees something in a window. He goes in and buys it. That's yep. that's where he's at right now. 
So we know he's doing well. And then we find out he goes into Henry's office. He works for Henry and Henry is looking hungover as fuck. Yeah. So I noticed pretty quickly when our boy Peter is going to get his things in the window. First, it's uh, what does he get his suit and then he gets the alcohol. Mm -hmm. The alcohol is the same alcohol that Henry's putting in the tea when he meets with Danny. Uh, so this guy, uh, this guy likes to drink, man. Yeah, he's man. a drinker I mean, then. He's got a big hangover, and, and Peter's giving him the hair of the dog to get the day started, but he looks a little disheveled. Yeah. Henry says, uh, like, no no meetings before noon. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk to people. And Peter tells him, well, you begged me yesterday to get this one over with. Henry goes, oh, the nanny interview. Mm. Peter goes, no, the au pair. Right. Mm. This is the first time we meet Miss Jessel. Yeah, Miss Jessel. So Dave and Paul weren't on the first episode. We pretty much guessed that in the episode that you see the picture of Peter and the other woman, that the other woman was going to be Miss Jessel. So, mm. I mean, we guessed that correctly. I don't think that was a tough one to figure out. Peter's got some eyes for her already, man. And he, <laughs> I mean, I just got to say, he's looking fresh, especially compared to Luke from season one of Bly. Definitely. And, and he's he's got some game, too. He you does. know, he knows how to talk to him. I think he's a very charming man, but I feel like charming is never a good thing yeah, in, well, in horror. Well, we figure out that the charm goes away. Yeah, yeah. Later. pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Uh, he makes a comment to Rebecca Jessel about having a stain on her blouse. That was really weird. It was weird because it was, it was the only point in saying that, that Henry is just very observant or yeah. has... That's all I took away from it. Yeah, so she comes in and he does notice right away that she has the stain and Henry doesn't seem to give a shit, really. Yeah, he, he was doing the typical. Well, I think it's it was her response that actually made him like a little more interested because he was like, oh, you have a, like a stain on your dress. And she's like, well, this is like a nanny position, right? Like I'm working with kids like that won't matter. Right. So and he's like, OK, I, I see you. You flip that real quick. So right. I mean, he has a respect for her or at least notices right away. She's smart. Yeah. She said something like I ask questions about myself and my surroundings. And then I like know she dies at this point. I was like, well, you didn't ask enough questions <laughs> clearly you're dead so yeah i mean i think this actress is really good at being the person that we were explained miss jessel was supposed to be in the first two episodes very intelligent very kind S yeah. similar to danny yeah, yeah. You know? uh, we didn't mention yet that she is fun yeah. <laughs> she is a pretty woman pretty much moral of the story here is that peter's wants henry to tie i think there was one like little brief compliment that uh henry gives to peter he's just like you're like he says something like you're better than that. Well, so so yeah. what happened in the interview with Miss Jessel? Peter eventually just takes over because Henry forgot his reading glasses, hungover bastard. Um, and Peter says, "So your you know your recommendations are astounding. Oh, why comment. yeah? Why do you want to work a nanny job?" And afterwards, Henry says, "You called it a nanny job. Why did you do that?" And he was like, "Oh, I did my mistake." He said, "No." You don't make mistakes. You and I both know that. Right, right. I think that's just important to add to Peter's character. Yeah. So, so he's a fucking badass who doesn't make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So now we go to Danny telling the cops that the man she saw was the man from this picture that she's showing in it, and we know it's Peter. Mm -hmm. And then Mrs. Gross says, yeah, that's Peter, and says that Peter stole 200,000 pounds from Henry and ran off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get that little bit of information, which is obviously huge to the story because he's at this point, we don't know if it's a figment of the imagination or if he's real. But at this point in time, we're assuming he's stalking the house right now and he's just coming back to the scene of the crime, it seems like. And this cop sucks. 
He's yeah, like, he's an asshole. He was like, I, I did a sweep. Like, wh what else do you want me to do? And Mrs. Gross actually comes in and says, oh, I'll give Mr. Mr. Wingrave. Wingrave a call. Like, he's still friends with your superior. Like, I'm sure he wants you to be thorough. And he's like, I guess I'll take another sweep. Yeah. I, I like I like seeing uh, Hannah come out as a, you know, standing her ground a little bit. Yeah. You know? Don't know what her deal is that still, though. No, no idea. <laughs> and then they end up calling Owen and Jamie because they are close by. So we know that Owen lives in Bly, not at the manor, but in the town of Bly with his mom. This also confirms that Jamie doesn't live on the premises either. And that was a question that we were asking in the first pod. We were guessing that she didn't. This pretty much confirms that, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. And I think the end of that scene is just basically um, Danny leaving to do her own sweep as well. And then it, transi it transitions back to the flashback. Correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We see Pete and he's driving Miss uh, Jessel is bringing her to Bly Manor for the first time because she did end up getting the job. And of course, she's rocking the Rolls Royce again, which mm -hmm. is just insane. Mm -hmm. It's fresh, man. And, and, and he was, you know, just doing nothing but macking. Yeah, that, was, on the, whole that ride. was the car ride was literally them macking. That's I don't all blame I him, man. <laughs> it was like, oh, there's no radio stations out here. We don't get too much, which I wonder if that will come back into play. No just, radio. Yeah. How, how they don't get anything out there in the Bly manner. Could be. And then, yeah, he was basically. He just fills him in on the like what's going on in the house, basically the children, like what Miles's deal is, what uh, Flora's deal is. Yeah, he says that Flora talks to the wallpaper and Miles is a dark horse. Which, you know, pretty good way to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like you said, Paul, they're flirting. Miss Jessel says, I was meeting with Mr. Wingrave, but it certainly felt like your interview. Peter. Mm. Luke, what's his name? Yeah, Luke. <laughs> Peter. Peter. One of them. And then she finally gets to the manor. Flora is there, greets her out of the car window. And this is the first time we hear perfectly splendid from Miss mm -hmm. yes, Jessel, right? Does, and that's, yep. Hi there. Let me guess. You want to be our very own Mary Poppins? <laughs> well, I'm not practically perfect, but I am perfectly splendid. And that's where Flora gets it. That was cool. And I, I didn't know that that was going to be. I figured it had to be something like that because she says it every other second. Flora. Yeah, it had oh. to be something like an attachment for yeah. her. Yeah. And of course, Flora is saying, you need to come see the st garden statue. So she takes her and runs off right away. Mm -hmm. All right. Quick thing I want to ask you guys. So in the last episode, we were talking about how we're under the, uh, the impression that Miles is being possessed. Okay. Okay. We didn't know what the deal was with Flora. Now, do you think the perfectly splendid thing is just because she liked uh, Miss Jessel a lot, or is it a possession thing too? Oh man, I I can't see them. There's there's no way they're both possessed, right? I I figure it's not because she kind of sees and talks to yeah every yeah. Ghost. I think she's more of a like a spiritual kind of like she ghost see ghosts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean it, later we see that if the dollhouse is correct, where the ghosts quote unquote are, mm -hmm. we see that Peter actually is standing next to miles while miles isn't possessed anymore because Danny goes to talk to him and he's normal again. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that means like Miss Jessel can be like talking and standing next to Flora at any time and then take her over sometimes. I, you know, that's the only reason why I wanted to bring it up, but God, we'll get, we can talk about that too. When we get to that part. So we figure out this, 
puzzle piece. Um, but I, there was something else, I guess, the interaction between uh, Peter and Miles. I, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was like that important, but it was just like basically Peter is smoking a cigarette and uh, Miles is very into the the big light or the lighter that he has. Mm-hmm. So just kind of like playing on Miles' little like dark horse side of him, you know. Yeah, and then we get a little voiceover by Hot Mama saying that Rebecca was taken by the beauty of the manor. She loved it so much she never wanted to leave, and unfortunately, she never would. Dun, mm-hmm. dun, dun. Should, have asked more, should have asked more questions. She should have asked the questions, man. I thought she was inquisitive. <laughs> I also really like the, uh, the narration. Uh, that's something you don't see in many shows, and it really makes it feel like a book. And that's something we were trying to figure out last episode, too. We don't have enough information, but we we're trying to figure out of Hot Mama the narrator has something to do with the story. I assume she's Danny. That's what we were guessing. Like she says way too many times that I have a story, but not, not a story that involves me pretty much. She sounds like very familiar with Danny without actually being, I I made a guess and I don't know if this would be something we worth bringing up again or not. The narrator could be Danny. I was saying that the guy giving the rehearsal dinner speech could be Owen older. He doesn't have a mustache, but I don't know why. I mean, the only way you could really do that is to, it's like young Hugh and old Hugh. Why he changed the actors? You could just make them look older, unless you're trying to fake us out. It's just it's I wouldn't. It's not even a stretch, really. Though I feel like I totally forgot about that toast scene because in the first well, episode. Well, that's the thing. It's because she will. If she has something to do with the story, she shows up late. We wanted to know why she wakes up. She has the bathtub full, the sink full. Yeah, everything was yeah. full of water. I was I was waiting for young danny to do that at some point yeah and then when she gets late to the rehearsal dinner she's staring down the guy who's giving the speech they're both you know looking at each other Mm -hmm. we don't know what it has to do with but i'm guessing she has to have something to do with the story that's what i've come to love about this series even though we're only three four episodes in is that there's just like i said earlier it's just a puzzle you know you you can theorize so much and you know it could just it could make a left turn out of nowhere Mm -hmm. so that's what i've been really liking about it the next thing we get is Danny and Jamie. Hmm. They're both out searching for Peter and Jamie <laughs> startles yeah. Danny by sh- sh- pointing a gun at her and I'm going to shoot her. <laughs> Did you guys jump at the scream? Did that get you at all? Oh, 100%. Every, literally, it could be like a transition scene and I'm jumping just because I'm always expecting something scary. So like I'm just psyching myself out every time. Right. So yes, I definitely jumped at this. Jamie has an, a line here. She was like, if I have a chance to hunt him down, like I'm going to basically she hates him too. Yeah, and like we don't know the reveal yet with Jamie and Danny. So I took it like Jamie was banging Peter before the whole Miss Jessel thing even happened because she has some kind of like extra hatred. But I mean, also, Miss Gross seems to hate him too a lot. I mean, I know he stole 200,000 pounds, rolled out, and then Miss Jessel killed herself or died, however it is. But it just seemed like she had a little extra, but I guess we already figured out that that's not <laughs> a Ms. thing. Mrs. Gross also seems to be a very collected woman, like no matter what the situation. So that could play into it too, but who knows? So they're out searching for Peter. They say, hey, let's go search the, uh, I call it the chapel. Is that yeah. what you guys call yeah, it? Yeah, we call it the chapel. Um, and they say, hey, uh, Hannah left the candles on. They go in and blow it out. Now, did she really leave the candles on or did somebody else? All these creepy things. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, real quick question for you guys. We have four candles lit. And last episode, we were trying to see if we could figure out two parents, Miss Jessel. Who's the fourth candle for? You guys have it. I was literally trying to piece that together too. Like, uh, is it just number of because there are candles next to them that just aren't lit. Right. So So, they're lit for the dead. So we know it's four dead. We just don't know who the fourth is yet. 
No, we don't. That's it's not a, Peter, because I think Peter's alive. They think Peter's alive. Yep. I think it is Hannah. I think Hannah's dead. Okay, so you think Mrs. Gross is dead. And She's seeing, praying and for herself. Just, like seeing a ghost. Is that because they do it know. like sometimes like when it's like a situation like that, some like it's very not obvious, but you can see that they're not like after rewatching, you can sometimes see that they're not actually talking to the person or whatever, but they're having clear conversations with Mrs. Gross. Oh yeah. And this is, you guys brought it up in the first one. She just doesn't eat anything. She doesn't, she zones out like drink though, which is weird. Not alcohol though. For some reason, mm. she won't. Oh, no, no she, she drinks drank, wine. She fucking house that bottle. Yeah, she so that's weird sometimes because she kept saying no to liquor. But then she goes to the wine later because twice she says no to G&T's and she says yeah. no when he tries to add, I, don't, I guess, to whiskey or liquor to her drink after yeah. they put the kids to bed. Yeah, I think that's coming up. Yeah, I mean, it's um, coming up right now. So. Next, we get to the house, and they're... So, are they eating dinner? Is that what they're doing? They made dinner after the Peter thing? I guess yeah. it was just like a late-night snack, because it's so late, I feel like, for them. So, I, I feel like it's just like a midnight snack kind it of It kind of just woke them all up, and now they're all together. And the phone rings, and pretty much we have Owen having a theory that Peter's the one calling, looking to speak with Mrs. Jessel, Rebecca, because he thinks that Peter's still alive, and he, and he thinks that... Peter thinks Mrs. Jessel's still alive. Yeah, when Owen was saying all that, I was like, damn, cut the show right now. Owen's already got it all figured yeah. out, man. <laughs> that's I, I'm assuming that's not the case at all. I mean, we have to assume at this point that Peter, Peter. is dead too, right? Well, yeah, it's weird because they talk about him like he's not. He disappeared. Can we just there. like end this podcast so I can go home and fucking watch yeah. these episodes so I know what the hell is happening? <laughs> All right. So keep the dinner table and floor is hype because they're talking about a sleepover and she's like, oh, I'm going to be up. I'm going to stay up all night. Let's stay up all night. <laughs> and then it cuts to her being passed out in front of the fireplace. All the adults are kind of on the couch and they're drinking. Owen is making drinks. And this is when Hannah is holding her cup and she doesn't drink it. And Owen makes a comment about it. And then Jamie walks by and takes her cup from her. Right. So Hannah doesn't ever drink in that scene. Yeah, he starts to pour the alcohol in her cup and she kind of moves it and says somebody should be clear headed if Peter comes back. Yeah, obviously doing the same thing she always does, just brushing it off. And then Jamie's like, all right, I'll have some. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, something's up with her. Yeah. But now we're going to go back again. And this is when Flora is with Rebecca, Miss Jessel, and then says um, she's going to make a doll for her. So we know that she has a doll of Mrs. Jessel and she says that she what's your favorite color? And she says, I like all the colors. So she said, I'll make you a doll with all the colors. Uh, Even right away, I knew black. So I didn't know how that would tie in. I was trying to look for it in the dolls or whatever, but I maybe I'm just too dumb to see anything, but I didn't see anything. I got it in the okay. dollhouse. I guess we can we get there when we yeah, get there? We'll get there. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. So they also have a line here where Miles says dolls are dumb. Mm -hmm. And Miss Jessel says you can make up whoever you want to be and like play with them. Imagination. And Flora looks at her and says they're not made up. Just real. Like, Dressel's like, what? She was like, I'll make you one. She just like doesn't acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. So those are real people. Those are like voodoo doll type shit. Yeah. So now we got our boy Peter with his Mac daddy mm. <laughs> hitting on Miss Jessel, but doing it's it slightly it's not, sneaky. not directly on. Yeah. Like the flowers we, as we get to like they were for her. Right. But not for her. So he brings <laughs> the flowers in for Flora and right. it, you could tell Miss Jessel looks a little, like, a little, a little disappointed. Yeah. She wanted some flowers. Yes. Yeah, so then he says you can share them. But the big thing here is he explains the key thing 
to Miles. And I'll tell you right now, being on the podcast for episodes one and two, we had no freaking idea what the key thing meant when Miles said it twice. I was I looking still for... don't even really know, to be honest. <laughs> so here he's saying you have to find everybody's key. For Mr. Henry, it's like flattery. Just flatter him. Mm-hmm. And basically, and, and for most and girls, money, it's flowers. Right? Yeah. 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 So he said, most girls, it's flowers. He said, people are like locked rooms. They've all got different locks and you've got to guess their shape of the key. So he's explaining to Miles that the, for most girls, flowers are the key. Mm-hmm. And then he said, why did you give him the floor? And he said, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I love that. And these are the same roses that Miles gave to uh, uh, Danny. Danny. When he was like making a move on her, that was weird. Uh, yes, <laughs> like possession thing again. It goes back to that. It's like, was it possessed or was it just him being a weirdo, brushing her hair behind her ear? Yeah, that creeped me out a lot. The other thing that I wanted to bring up, I'm doing a little bit of a rewind. Uh, when they're doing their midnight snack or whatever snack it is after they're looking for Peter, they make hot chocolate slash tea, whatever it is. But I'm pretty sure it's the hot chocolate that Flora wants from Mrs. Uh, Gross. And again, she's not drinking it. Yeah, she, she just doesn't do anything. But she, she housed the wine. I was going to say, but she's pound, unless she's faking. We don't know. Unless she picked up an empty bottle or something. Yeah, she could be faking out of the bottle. Are we assuming she's like good, like a good character? That's what we're trying to figure out. Like, so she hasn't really done anything going against it, except we know she's got to be ghost woke. Because she she will not go stay out at night either. When she said you want to play hide and seek, she was like, No, I gotta go to bed. Yeah. Now Brian said something, B Tom said something, you know, we, we don't know if it's gonna be true or not, but he was like, What if she's taking her food and feeding it to something? Yeah, which is interesting. That's interesting. I theory. feel like it's more gonna be on that she can't eat for some reason. No, I think it's like that's because this is a ghost story, right. you know, like intangibility. Like right. I don't think I mean, it's definitely something to consider. Absolutely. But uh, my personal thoughts is I don't think so. But who the fuck knows? Right. So we're back with Miss Jessel and Mr. Quint. And they're talking. And Miss Jessel makes a remark here about how the kids like she's already been here a few weeks. But the kids, she's got the kids running out a couple times and tracking in mud again. Mm-hmm. Like in the of the night yeah. why are these people so stupid because i said this in the last podcast they're adult feet and one pair of yeah, muddy I, feet <laughs> i know it's just look at the i we were saying that because we think mrs gross is ghost woke that she's just slipping it by danny and just letting it seem like she's just like oh it's just a bit of mud like with the kids because she knows it actually isn't mm-hmm. but Miss Jessel isn't ghost work, so she should know too that. And Danny, they it's obviously adult detective work. It's easy yeah. detective work to look at a footprint, be like, "That's an adult shoe yeah. size." Do you, do you think it's yeah. Hannah? Do you think it's Hannah who just like gets possessed in the middle of the night and walks outside? Well, we saw who it is. Yeah, we did see it in a dress, but n- long hair. Oh, you're saying yeah, Miss Gross, unless she puts a wig on. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> So Mrs. Jessel's talking to Peter and, and saying twice they snuck out in the middle of the night. And Peter, really, all he cares about is how it feels for her to live in the mansion. You know, he thinks it's ridiculous because Becca says, you know, first he's saying like, oh, you're she says, I'm not like the queen of the castle or here or whatever it is. And he said she says, I just cleaned up some vomit, you know, on Miles so laughing a little bit. <laughs> and he was like, that's not funny. Yeah. He gets like all like defensive and he's like, you're too good for this shit. Yeah. Just gassing her up, literally just like, all right, what do you actually want to do with your life? Yeah. And she's like, I want to be a, a 
barrister. Is that how you pronounce it? But- so he he asked her what she really wants, and she says she wants to be a barrister, which is a lawyer. <laughs> isn't, isn't it a baron? We, we totally yeah. knew that. Yeah. So she wants to be a lawyer like Mr. Wingrave, but she says that she has watched as women her age have been driven out of jobs by creepy old men, and she's trying to take a different route. Yeah, she was saying she was sick of all these old men like putting their hands up her skirt when she's trying to prove that her brain's like actually in her brain, not in her pants. Yeah, yeah. it's her. It's worth something, not just her body. Mm. Um, so now they move this conversation mm. to the couch, and they bow. switch to a little alky. Bow, bow, yeah, bow. yeah, they're drinking a little wine, and um, you think it's gonna get freaky. They go in, they start touching hands a little bit. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Peter's like, hey, I got to go. Yeah, I shouldn't be here. I got to go back to London. I think the, that's part of the charm. Yeah, tease yeah. her a little bit. That's nope. I said, show the show the shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> just show a little shoulder and teaser and then be like, oops, got to go. Yep, I like it. Yeah. So something important he says is she asks him what he wants. And he said and he's giving his story and he says that he's not part of the club, his upbringing. He's not he can't be part of the rich boys club. He's you know, he's just trying to use Henry to get there, mm-hmm. which I mean, I, Based off what we've seen, he's already kind of there, right? Rolls Royce can buy a suit at will whenever he wants. Like, I feel like he's already living that that lavish lifestyle, but I guess more is better for him. Yeah, and and the lifestyle he's living is as Mr. Wayne Gray. True, it's not like a free spirited. Yeah, right. Just, yeah. And I'll say up to this point, I did not see one secret ghost. So if they're there, I don't know. I've I haven't seen one. Um, like I said, first time on doing a series like this so i really exact i don't really know what i'm looking for but i've been keeping my eye in the background i haven't seen anything yet so we jump back to uh real time in the fireplace room and hannah fell asleep on owen mm-hmm. she wakes up and she's like oh i'm sorry i haven't slept well which she says she's, all the time another thing that she's been saying for a while um, cause she gets up in the night, puts a wig on and walks out the front door into the mud. Um, <laughs> and Owen, just good guy. Owen, man. He's like, Oh, well, I'm not having that. Come on. Put yeah, her back, put, put her back, back down. He's such a good dude. I know, he's awesome. He better not. I die. would date Owen. Honestly. What if he's evil? No he way. better not be. Evil. He's the one responsible for all of this. The he's, must, the good guy mustache is just to distract. He's him. the one pure person in this. I would hope. Yeah, I hope so. So, Jamie and uh, Danny are kind of looking over a picture of, I think that's the next scene. Yep. Is they're kind of looking over a picture of uh, Peter and we're kind of getting a little bit of background on what Jamie thinks of him as a person. Yeah. And this picture is the one that we found in the jewelry box that she showed the cop and it shows Peter, and Mrs. Jessel. And basically Jamie's like, well, actually Danny says they look like Bonnie and Clyde. And Jamie says, if Clyde fucked Bonnie over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She says he got away and she paid the price, which. Yeah. And, they, and then they start talking about the wrong kind of love, basically how he trapped her and was using her essentially. Um, so it wasn't real love. But it was just the wrong kind of love. It was more of like a one way. kind. Yeah. Of it's like there's difference between possession and love, That's which play on words, possession. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> oh, OK. OK. I see that. All right, all right, all right. I like that. And she actually says in her little quote, she says, Peter burrowed himself into Rebecca, taking her over. And then she says he didn't he didn't know the difference between love and possession. And now she's trapped inside of him again. Another play on words for but possession. Then, and, then, and then she says, I hope she haunts that fucker forever. Yeah. So, I mean, Jamie really hates Peter for whatever reason. 
I mean, I know there is a lot of reason, but I mean, I, you know, I'm kind, of actually, I'm kind of like brainstorming this as we're talking. Maybe it was like a love triangle kind of thing. Like maybe her and like she was like the original Miss Jessel, like where Peter was all suave to her. That's what I thought. Her over for Jessel and like completely. That's yeah. what I thought until we find out that she, her and Danny are. Well, what if the, she's like, fuck men, all yeah. men are pigs. She could be bisexual. Yeah, she could. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. She could have been bisexual, <laughs> realized that all men are pigs. Listen, then, yeah. I was just spitting shit. So a Miles wakes up, right? And he says, like, oh, I had a dream I hurt you. And he's saying this to Hannah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he was like, Why would I do that? Or which is creepy as fuck. Why are you having dreams that you're hurting people that take care of you? But I yeah. guess also that kind of plays into like she could already be dead. Like maybe like I don't know how, but like if he's having these dreams of hurting her, maybe she's already been dead. And he's is, remembering being possessed and killing her. Yeah, something like that. But this is all up in the air. This is just all speculation. I like it though. I yeah. dig that. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know what to think about Mrs. Gross. It's just I, I feel like she shouldn't be just a ghost. But she's I'm definitely, not, she's definitely more than that. But we'll see how it, we'll see. Definitely gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right. So Danny goes up to her room and she sees the glasses on her bedside table and she starts doing her thing where she gets a little shaky, a little panicky. And we see a little bloody hand with mm. a wristwatch coming up on the side of her bed. Cue Dave crying at midnight in his bed last night. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, I'm guessing that's our boy Specs. Yes. Yeah, at the time, I was guessing because we do know by now. <laughs> but the hand is not actually there. She kind of snaps out of it and it was just a figment of her imaginations, maybe. <laughs> right. Now we jump back to Miss Jessel and she finds out that Peter Quint is going to be in Bly Manor for mm. at least a few days. Okay. And what are like, they going to do, Paul? They're going to bang, 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 bang. Yeah, they're totally going to fucking boink. <laughs> so Peter uh, is, is going to stay for a couple days and we get a little scene where they're in the classroom and they're playing cards and Miles is cheating and so is Flora. Oh, OK. This is actually... An important thing. She when she says like, "No, I don't have any hearts." Miles checks. He's like, "Yeah, hey, you're lying." Yeah. Okay. Yep. Keep that in mind. Okay. Keep that in mind. So then, when Peter's coming in, that's where he says he's going to stay for a couple of days, and then he brings up to Miles that he lost his own father too, and he gives Miles the lighter, and that comes into what you were saying earlier, how he was Miles liked the lighter. Whoever holds the lighter can be possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is again, I'm guessing this is just like another key that he's trying to like another thing he's trying to do to make Mrs. Jessel like him more. You know, mm -hmm. he's he's just playing the game. Now, does this go to that night? And oh, this is the the bang to the bang. Is is that yeah. okay? Yeah, like that he opens he opens the door or she opens the door, it's him, and then he's she, like, sorry, kiss right away. Yeah. yeah. She heard the floorboards creaking outside, opens the door, and he was like, Oh, couldn't sleep and yeah. I, uh, I thought I could just come here and plow you. Yeah. And <laughs> we were both on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> Very G rated. Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't see yeah, anything. No this is heck? rated TV mature. Yeah. I'm a little upset. So, we transition here into <laughs> Danny walking in on Mrs. Gross in the chapel. Yep. She's lighting more candles for again. And it's in not, it's not like a square or anything, too. I actually have it right here. It's like two on the top. 
one in the middle section and then one another one on top. Mm-hmm. So it's like a weird pattern, but I don't know if that matters. I uh, maybe I'm just over. Is there a family this. photo yeah. where <laughs> the candles are in the place? Yeah, and this is the scene where she sees another crack on the wall, and it's the same exact crack, yep. same pattern. And now we have Owen come in and he says, you know, he's happy to stay another day. And, you know, his mom might need a little break from him. I'm getting some bang vibes with with Mrs. Uh, Chris and Owen. Totally. Yeah, I I was kind of getting those vibes as well, especially after the whole laying on the shoulder thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Is he banging a ghost or is he? I think he wants to bang a ghost. Are we shipping growing? Growing. (laughs) Growing. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Our relationship Especially, seems to be growing a little bit. Oh, oh a little play on words. You. It's a little possession. I, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see because next episode there's a little something to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right now I was definitely getting that. Um, Owen is just not nice to all women. He's not nice to this one in particular because he wants to bang. And to finish the scene, Mrs. Gross takes one last look at the wall. No crack. Yep. And it transitions us back into that. Is it a flashback? Oh, no, it is. It is current time. It's when uh, Miles is talking to Danny in uh, it's the morning. She's going into his room. Uh, she's like, oh, you're already up. And mm-hmm. they're basically saying and then he's like, oh, Flora's missing. Basically. Yeah. And he's and she's surprised that he's fine because the night before he was just fainting. And, you know, so that they, she was worried about him. But he's oh, let's go have a picnic as soon as we get Flora. And she's like, what? Flora's not in her room. Mm-hmm. And then we get the flash to the lake again. And this is where. Mrs. Jessel is getting the doll from Flora. Mm-hmm. All you said, every color was your favorite, and all the colors mixed together make black. So that's why your has a black dress. Mm-hmm. They, there's just kind of more like eye fucking between Peter and uh, Rebecca. They're, Did you, you know, notice that? I don't think he's ever thrown a football in his life. I know. Yeah, no, no, no. I, okay. def- I definitely got that. Uh, okay, cool. He, he gives him like an underhand like throw. For, well, first he's trying to throw it. Yeah. No spiral. No, no, no. He's it a looks- rug- it's a rugby player is what he's doing. He, he He's throwing it like a rugby ball. Like you I, spin it. You that throw it. second time, I can agree with you. That first time, yeah. he was trying to be an NFL QB. <laughs> and it looked out. like he was shot putting. Yeah, right. Yeah. But anyway. So... Yes, there was tra- eye fucking. Yeah, and then it, tra- it, it yeah, they're <laughs> eye fucking, blah, blah, blah. Uh, kind of gives a close up of Flora just like looking over the lake. And then it transitions us immediately into the present of Flora at the lake. And Danny like runs up to her and is like, What's what are you doing? Like, what's going on here? And she's like, you a- have to come back with us. And she's screaming, No, no, like, I got to stay here, basically. And the camera kind of turns to the other side of the lake where Flora was kind of staring. And you see Miss Jessel in a black dress. Yep got to be a ghost because danny makes obviously no just, comment on it just like the doll and her hair's different it's not in the braids anymore it's kind of just long over her shoulder mm-hmm. so i mean we didn't know last podcast episode if mrs jessel was going to be the lady of the lake but now i mean it's pretty obvious that there's mrs jessel and there's lady of the lake i don't know if this has anything to tie to it but i'm kind of like just watching this scene right now i think flora is holding one of her dolls and it looks to be like Looks to be the Mrs. Jessel right. doll. So okay. I don't know if that confirms or disproves anything, but I think that should be an important. Yeah, myth. it's the same doll that she made for her a year ago. And that kind so. of, I guess, goes back to how she was saying they're they're real. At least to, her, to Flora, the dolls are real. And as we see, she has the doll by the lake where coincidentally Miss Jessel also is. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. So they put Flora to bed. Uh, the doctor comes in, says, you know, physically she's fine. There's nothing wrong with her. No fever or anything. If 
Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wingrave calls, say everything's okay. The big thing here is that Danny's pissed off because she called Henry and he didn't show up. And Hannah says, listen, he's not showing up. Yeah. You know, you need to call the coroner. I don't even know if he'll show up then. Keep me posted yeah. or keep me updated is his go-to line. Yeah, so then we get a flashback again to Miss Jessel after the bang to the bang to the bangity bang. Well, yeah, yeah, real quick on that on that last scene, Miles has a quick line because Danny and Hannah are talking, and th- oh, they say that. like, do, "Do what do you think's wrong with Flora?" And Miles is like, "Oh, don't listen to her. Like she lies. Like Flora yeah, lies." Right. And that's when I was like, "Okay." So when you go back to the card game. She did have heart. She just always lies. And from now on, for the rest of the series, whenever Flora speaks, don't listen. And when she's asked the question, I always assume it's a lie. Yeah, because Danny said it's so weird that she was the lake because she hates the lake. And then Miles said, no, she doesn't. And then and then Danny said she always talks about she hates it. And then he says she lies. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. so everything she says is a lie to me from now on. Right. (laughs) But anyway, as Jimmy was saying, now we get. Miss Jessel and Peter waking up in the bed and I wrote down Peter wants this nut. Yeah. He, he keeps going on to her. She's like, oh my God, I have to get up. And he's like, stay. Like, please stay. Freaking grabs her hard, man. Yeah. When yeah. she's, as she's about to actually leave the room, he grabs that arm and this is like, you have to stay with me right now. Creepy. This is like probably the first big sign of like, He's not as charming and awesome as we made him out to be. Right. Red flag there. So she's like, hey, you're here for another day. At least, you know, we'll have our moment. I mean, they bang last night. Tell them to relax, dude. (laughs) Uh, So we go. And here we go. A wine bottle is slapped down. uh, And it was stolen Stolen from the cellar. Yeah, exactly. From the cellar. Yeah. So she's just pissed because he's just literally making himself at home just yeah, taking, just taking anything yeah now peter again you know he's grabbing the wine and he's telling mrs jessel yeah Yo, you gotta come with me girl and she's like I-, I got shit to do man and he says no just for a second he pulls her into the forbidden wing and she sees the footprints on the ground and she's like god damn it these kids with the muddy footprints except there's only one muddy footprint pair <laughs> And don't they know not to go into this part of the wing? At well, this that's point in that's time? why she's pissed. She's pissed because of the mud and they're not supposed to go in the wing. But she kind of glosses over that. He says, do you trust me? Covers her eyes, brings her into the room. Basically just says, you know, here's a fur coat. Get naked and put it on. Mm-hmm. And during this whole thing, uh, the, the jewelry box is open and playing the song again. Well, he opens it after oh, yes. she's like taking her shirt off. So I'm like, okay, this is his baby making music. He, <laughs> went, he wants to bang to Willy Wally, the song or whatever it's called. <laughs> now, Paul, tell me about your how pissed you were. Peter turns his back because he's a gentleman while uh, Miss Jessel. Why do we keep calling her Miss Jessel? I call her that because that's what the kids call her. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca. I, I keep forgetting her name's Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> So she's taking her shirt off. Peter is looking in the mirror because he turns his back and we're about to see something. And then he turns back around and we don't see anything. Covers it up. And I was a little upset. So they start going at it hot and heavy. Yeah. Now, real quick, the important thing, though, is this is when they're taking the pictures. And this is the day the Polaroid's taken. Mm -hmm. The one that Danny's looking at, the one that she's showing the cop. So real 
quickly. I watch with subtitles. You guys do too, right? Yep. Yeah. So when he turns around and looks in the mirror, really sinister music plays. And it says that underneath. Huh. And it's like, a re- it's not a sinister moment. They're right. Banging. Right. So it's like, okay, that, that like triggered something with, it was when he was turned around and was looking in the mirror. So I don't know what's connected there or he if that's just saying like a, a, he's evil. He did just look out. He did have like an evil look to him as he was turned around. I don't know if that was just a play on just to add to the level of suspense of this character, if he's good or bad or whatever. But yeah. Well, I, we already obviously know. We he's know. A, we know he's bad. Obviously. Slick bastard because right. he was like, oh, you have to feel this on your skin. Yeah. So <laughs> they are on the bed. Well, this is where they take a pick. Yep. So she has the fur coat on. He takes a selfie. Um, and he's the original he's selfie taker. Yeah. yeah, he's the OG. First he made one. it up. And then they are vertical or I'm sorry, horizontal. horizontal on the bed. Now, this, Paul, is the marital bed. This is house. This, this is deep. Not their marital bed. Yeah, the marital, the marital bed. bed of the house he's defiling. And Dave, you weren't on the original pod for, for Haunting of Hill House. But the marital bed has a big spot big thing it's in a this. big deal yeah you don't disrespect i actually Marvel, but... do know that just because um <laughs> this is stupid but i one of the college courses i had to take um was a haunting haunted house class essentially <laughs> one of the books that we had to read was hill house and one of the themes that we had to cover of like dissecting the whole hill house is why marriage is so important and how that can trigger supernatural events like this so i kind oh, of know shit. yeah so, Whoa. yeah okay so it's it's crazy how this college course that at one time i thought was dumb yeah is now coming back full circle there you, know? you go <laughs> but can we talk about real quick how much not only of a cock block <laughs> anna gross is but how much of a twat swatter she is <laughs> because miss jessel wanted some of that too she was embarrassed, obviously, oh, way yeah. more than Peter was. She's like, Ahem. Peter's just pissed. Yeah, she's like, well, Hannah says the kids are out on the lawn. Rebecca's freaking out. Yeah, she's running out. She's like, hey, you might want your blouse. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, you're right. And Peter was like, the kids are fine. Yeah, like let me just fucking have this. And he says, I could have, I could get you. And she's like, what? You can get me fired? And she's like, I don't give a shit if you can get me fired. And she freaking says that if I ever see you in here again, I'm gonna throw you into the lake. Yeah, yeah, she, I I did catch that a little bit, so I didn't know how important that was, but I did catch it. Mm. Caught it. So Give that, myself a little tap on the back right there. So, do you think? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So many did, things to think. Dude. Did Hannah actually get ended up getting thrown into the lake by Peter? And yeah. like that, no. there's a million different things. But it transitions here to the uh, the whole Peter and that timeline in the kitchen peter is just looking pissy he's ready to murder yeah miss Gr- mrs gross right now like he is just eyeing her up the whole time everyone's all cheery they're you know testing some of the the cake that owen's got bacon owen's batter puns out of this world. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> owen's got some good good puns dude uh, one I've later good cakes but this one's batter yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he hits uh hannah a little with the batter and he goes oh my god She's a battered woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. That was I don't know, dude, how freaking I was staring at Hannah's face because I wanted to know if she's going to eat the batter. Yeah, <laughs> I was, too. And she kind of licks it, I guess. I I, she was going it. for it. She's going for yeah, it. She's face. faking everything, dude. But crazy thing is that he gets so they're testing what flavor they need. And Flora wants strawberry and Miles wants lemon and. Some of them are saying it's fine the way it is. Some of them say strawberries. And then they get to 
Mrs. Jessel, and she tastes it from the spoon that slut. <laughs> that slut. She licked it. Apparently, she's a slut. Might, might as well have been Owen's penis, man. Yeah. Uh, can you, dude? Can you imagine though? Literally, so he, she goes upstairs later, and he's packing his shit, and he's like. <laughs> How dare you lick that spoon, you slut? Do you so fucking crazy? Do you realize how stupid you look right yeah. now? <laughs> oh, I guess you, you know just put anything in your mouth that you know. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, this guy was going at it. He, he was like, you open yourself up, to, you spread your legs for this guy, and literally two hours ago, and you come up here pretend like you don't know anything. Like, what the hell is wrong with Peter? Yeah, That's this, just crazy, man. He, he's storms, a little jealous. Storms out, shuts the door. Yeah. So now we get back into the kitchen. The phone rings again and Danny picks it up. We hear nothing. And she says, Peter. And this is the first time that the other line hangs up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Before it was just silence and they hang up. Okay, I actually didn't notice that. Good call. Yeah. So there's a little uh, who knows if Danny's voice did something for quote unquote this Peter character. Well, that's the first time I believe they actually say Peter into the phone. Yes. And it's the the name that reacted. And it's the first time Danny ever answered. So either or. Yeah, that's uh, my reaction was like, I didn't like I thought the hanging up was a reaction to hearing Danny's voice, but also could definitely be just from the Peter. Right. Can we just quickly talk about the mom jeans that Danny wears this entire (laughs) it makes her look like such I, I mean, I guess that's what they were going for because it's that was the, the times. Yeah, it's, yeah. The it's, it's just so funny. <laughs> she so, looks like a mom. Yeah. So now we have story time, which Jesus Christ, this is what kids do when they don't have TV. Yeah. Um, They got into the makeup and they got dressed up. They all go out to the main hallway, the foyer, <laughs> and we get Flora talking as Tails the cat. She does her little story. Is that important at all? I, I didn't catch it. I anything. went over it a few times. I didn't really get much from it. Obviously, the thing with Miles is more important. Yeah. So then Miles goes up and he goes, I'm Poppet the puppet. And he goes on a little anger streak and he, th- <laughs> he talks about, um, I forget the guy's name, but this Claude. Pup- Claude the puppet maker. And ha- one time he went away and when he came back, all the puppets lost their strings and they forgot about Claude. Claude said, Hey, I'm the one who made you. And they were like, Whatever. And then Claude pulled the strings until it hurt. Now, what what do you guys think here? Because he's all pissed and he's saying it like angry. It looked to me, I couldn't tell if he was looking at Owen or Danny. Like he was staring daggers into one of them. I don't know which one it was from the angle, though. Hmm, I couldn't tell either, honestly. Yeah, I was trying. Or is, it, is it just supposed to be that general direction at the four of them? I think, it's, I think it's just in general direction at the four of them. But who knows? Maybe this could be tied into the possession thing of how he's possessed and how he feels like he's on strings. Well, if he is, if he's Peter, Peter hates Owen. Mm. I was Mm. thinking who would Peter be pissed off at and say, like, I'm the one who created you. Like, I'm the one who got you where you are. Do you think it's talking about Miss Jessel? Like, hey, I got you this job. Maybe it could be, yeah, like Peter possessing Miles looking at Danny, who is also kind of similar to Miss Jessel, and then going on that rant. Yeah, that could. If we name every possible scenario, (laughs) yeah, we'll get it right. We can't be wrong. Yeah, Yeah. so true. So then we get a little sadness here because the the phone rings, and they were all happy for a quick second. Owen says, "Oh, thank Christ." Yep, which is ironic. Jamie goes over. Oh, I'm sorry, Peter. Like Jessel's not here. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry find out 
Owen's mom finally passed. This was the neighbor that was supposed to be looking after her. Mm -hmm. So that was a little sad. And now, you know, they're all saying bye to Owen, saying they're sorry. We don't know what Mrs. Gross says. It's something important. I actually did not have the subtitles. Did it say anything? Just like whispers in his ear or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah, it was just whispers in his ear. I mean, it could be something as easily as she's saying a little prayer, or it could be something real. I want to bang need. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bang you when you get back. <laughs> so, growing. <laughs> so, after everyone like kind of goes their separate ways, we have Danny and Jamie, and Man. Danny saying to Jamie, I'm sorry, I'm, or I'm glad you didn't leave. Yeah. Holds her hand a little bit. Yeah, she said, "I am too." And then Jamie said, "Who knew?" Yeah. So this is this is basically who knew that Danny likes the women. We also get real quick. Uh, Hannah says, "I'm gonna go light a candle." Yes. Which I don't think one of those five are supposed to represent Owen's mom. Well, but, if it becomes four to five, then I think it's safe to say then yes, one of them does. But I didn't. I I never noticed how many candles were lit after that. So, yeah. And I said, "What is this sexual tension I'm feeling <laughs> between <laughs> Jamie and Danny?" Yeah. So then, after this whole thing with Jamie and Danny, this is the first time we see Specs actually not in the reflection. Boom! Wow! <laughs> I scared the audience with that one. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Christ. And um, he gets like he gets like sucked back into the matter. But yeah. I don't I think that's of, really. I, I kind of thought that was just like maybe like all this like spiritual stuff. It, like the Bly Manor is just well brings it all out. So he, like it, he's like kind of in the house. Now. Or you know what it could be now that we know what it is. Spoiler: that was him just getting thrown back. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. That brings us to episode four, the way it came, and this one starts out with. The specs specs that's obviously kid specs yeah <laughs> and uh it's kid danny and they are their childhood friends and they talk about how oh you can stay here i think my mom like wishes i was you sometimes they're just really happy couple kids and they're just happy friends. yeah they're good friends and it's it's him explaining to her that he needs to wear the glasses and she says so you have to wear them forever now until you die so he says, <laughs> you know, he's saying, oh, these make me look extinguished. And she's like, you mean distinguished? You know, it's just them talking back and forth, showing the beginning. Well, not necessarily the beginning, but them as childhood friends. And it's just going back to the glasses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just emphasizing the, the glasses. And then it fast forwards us to is it their? It's not their wedding because they're getting married. Engagement party. Engagement, okay, party. engagement party. Got it. Now, he says to her. At this part, before they go in, you see the engagement ring on her, and he says, "Oh, let's just get through this." Mm. I obviously we know now she's lesbian, okay, or bi, whatever you want to say, right? And we're knowing this from the future, but I just thought like it looked like they're childhood friends, and to me, I was getting the vibes like he's gay and she's <laughs> lesbian, and it's the '80s, so they're just trying to like they're just getting married so uh, they can uh, have a like a she's his beard <laughs> yeah like that's how i took it because he's like just just let's just get through us and then they'll leave us alone that's you, what he said you had all the right pieces there they were just a little misaligned yeah he says <laughs> yeah because when he says they'll leave us alone i just f thought it was like you know like oh why never why do you never have a boyfriend and why do you never have a girlfriend and you know mm -hmm. but in hindsight it's probably just because she is anxious with all of this you know wedding planning stuff and just in general so then he's given a speech about, you know, the first time they kissed and the first time 
uh, he asked her to marry her. And he, he goes on and saying, you know, my mom was going to kill me. She know, I knew Danny's mom was going to like kill her. Right. Because he thought kissing meant you get pregnant. Yeah. Which <laughs> come, dude, fucking come on, Eddie. Step your game up. Come and on, specs. when he fucking said nerd. Danny's mom, Danny kind of looked down in a way. Yeah. So whenever Danny's mom is brought up, she kind of flinches almost. Yeah. And also when they were having the talk, when he was explaining the glasses thing and he said, you could stay for dinner, you know, she said, Oh, I should probably go home. And you could tell she obviously doesn't want to go back to her mom. Uh, yeah. So he gives the speech saying that he got down on one knee when they were 10 and she said, no, we're too young. And he said, he kept trying, he kept trying. And finally she, she said, yes. So now, that we know the foreshadowing in the future, you know, she's obviously wasn't sure she would do it because she likes girls. Mm. Um, you know, she was probably anxious and saying, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Every time he asked, because in the beginning, obviously they were too young, but now it's because should I marry a guy? Should I come out in the eighties? I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. And we get, uh, uh what's her name? I'm just going to call her Mrs. O'Mara. Eddie's mom. Yeah, she, I just say Mama Specs, dude. That's so much easier. So Mama Specs <laughs> is telling Danny, hey, I got something for you. She brings you over into another room. She's telling her, oh, like, I, you know, I always wish I had a daughter. And she, she gives her this dress. This is just so much pressure, man. Yeah. And that is just not something you yeah. do. She's, Especially when you know the whole time you actually don't want to marry the guy. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny is she says, you know, I don't think this would fit either of my sons, except maybe Carson. Right. So is Carson, his brother, gay? It's, yeah, it's like that's why that... I still was under the impression at this point that he was gay and she was lesbian. Yeah. So I didn't even never I didn't even really think of that, really. I just I was just watching it and I wasn't really piecing it together. But I honestly Dude, aren't you on a podcast. Yeah, I love <laughs> I no, I love that's why I'm here. So you guys can teach me. <laughs> so she's looking in the mirror of this dress, you know, trying it on. And then it flashes to Danny in the present time. And she is in her room in Bly Manor and she's wearing all black. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie comes in. We learn that this is Owen's mom's funeral. Yeah. So so Jamie walks in the room and they're talking and she can see that Danny's a little little anxious. And then Danny. The, the mirrors are covered, too, yep. uh, at her vanity. Um, there's two blankets, but there's a small crack down yep. the middle. So then through the crack, we see Specs again. Pops up. And I am not going to call him anything besides Specs. That's okay. We know who you're talking about. So, yeah, she sees Specs, and then she kind of gives a little scream, a little shriek, whatever you want to say. And Jamie's like, what's good? And then she's Jamie says, you know what? You know, listen, you don't have to go to this funeral. Owen said it himself. You don't have to come. And she said, oh, you know what? I had a, another, a funeral recently, and I just I don't think I can do it today. Jamie grabs her and says, you don't have to be my date. So we know that their little hand holding moment in the episode before it's kind of turning into something. And Jamie cracks me up because because uh, Danny's like, can you help me get out of this dress? And she's like, damn, shorty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she also has a line um, when Jamie's leaving. She says to Danny, if I come home and I find out that you weren't relaxing, there's going to be some serious consequences. And I wrote, I want some serious consequences. (laughs) They are both two beautiful women. Very. So now we get a little uh, creepy Flora again. She's, you know, Danny's going for a little walk outside. She's always humming the Wiley Willie song. Willow, a Willow Wally. Yep. She's always humming that at certain times. That's why it's important. 
we said that it was weird that last time one of the like in the second episode when they're playing hide and seek, she's humming it at the same time that it's playing in the other room that right. she, she wouldn't have heard that. But she was still in. But tune she's still with humming it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But she says that. I guess. And just sorry to cut you yeah. off, but I guess they're also when she was doing that. Where was she again? When she's she was in a little cemetery. Oh, oh, right. it's hide and seek. You mean? Yeah. When, she's in the attic. We thought. Right. Is that what you guys thought? Uh, I don't. I knew she was just she, hiding behind the hot. I think, she, behind she the hot, I think she, I, to me it was attic. I think she ran upstairs. I know that. So we guessed it was the attic, and, and we, we also, know that the doll. That was a freaky the, thing. It was in the, the attic, attic in the dollhouse. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. So maybe she sings it whenever there's a ghost nearby. Who knows? And let me, this is totally off topic, but we wanted to, <laughs> we were trying to talk about this last episode. And I want to ask you guys, like, is that freaking weird ass laying doll thing? Like just always there, that body, or is it only there because Flora was up there or it's only at night? Like that thing, how do you not go in the attic and be like, what the hell is this flopping thing? And, <laughs> It, it has to be at night. Singing No Willow Whaley with Flora. Yeah. yeah. Which apparently I mean, it sucks. So yeah. That it turns so around and says, shush. Totally not in tune. Yeah, idiot. Not, not it, it's creepy, though, because the that body was obviously blurred out, but the face looked like the smooth doll faces, yep. too. Mm-hmm. So it's like a Slender Man kind of action. Yeah, it's going to be creepy as hell when we finally see it. But we get Flora at the cemetery right next to the chapel. And she tells Danny that she is doing grave rubbing. And she says, oh, I thought you were going to the funeral. And she says, oh, no, I decided to stay home. And I took some notes on the headstones. I mean, it was I was just looking at them to see if anything was important. I mean, we get the name Joseph Brown, Ambrose Lloyd. And the dates. Yeah, you can't really make out the last one. So the 1629 and 1653. So the only thing that matters to me is that Lloyd matches the Viola Lloyd that we see in the chapel a little bit later. Yeah. But we still don't even know what the hell that means yet. Yet. Yeah. But that has to be something. It showed us for a reason. Which, why the hell do you do grave rubbings in the first place? That's just weird. Yeah. It's a weird hobby. But again, they didn't have TV or video games. So they go into the chapel. Well, yeah. The one thing I wanted to say first is they had a little talk and they were talking about the funeral and Flora said, will Owen's mom be there? Mm. And Danny said, oh yeah, I think so. And she says, well, my parents, they were far away when they died. We buried empty boxes pretty much saying that was dumb. And then Danny said, oh, well, you know what? I understand that, but parents loved you very much. And even though they're dead, they're always here with you. And then Flora says, no, they're not. Yeah. She's ghost work. She knows who's here. She Exactly. Yeah. She knows exactly who's in the building. And she thinks this is hysterical. It's not even a joke. But Danny says, like, come on, let's get up. You're getting your pants wet. And she starts giggling. Yeah. and runs, runs into the chapel. It's a child. And she was like, yeah, she said my pants are wet. I want my pants like a baby because pants mean trousers <laughs> yeah, in, in America. America. Yeah. Yeah, so this is weird because Hannah's there and she's in the chapel and she's obviously really close to Owen, but she's not at the funeral. Mm-hmm. And she says it's because, you know, it, funerals are for the living and yes. we can mourn our own way. Which she's two not things. Yeah, <laughs> two things I found weird was she says this is when she says I haven't left since so I was married, which. So now we know she was married at one point mm-hmm. and she says funerals are for the living. So I was like, so that's why I didn't go because you're dead and you know it. Yeah. Mm. She does say it's up to the living to decide what they can, can and cannot bear. So, I mean, it's, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm man. glad 
now I, these are the kind of things that I need to know what I'm looking for in the upcoming episodes. So I'm glad that you guys are catching these things. So now it's like something like these kind of like sayings or things you see are the things I should be looking for. So yeah. I'm shotgun glad. method. Just, yeah. You'll hit something if you just shoot a million balls. <laughs> yeah. So we get uh, Flora doing a grave rubbing on the floor of the chapel. And before she really finishes it, Hannah says, come on, let's go get you cleaned up. They leave and Danny goes to pick it up and we see Viola or Viola Lloyd. Yeah. And the weird that they wouldn't be buried next to each other. Yeah. If they the, were married or anything. And the weird thing is that Danny is talking to Flora and Flora says, oh, I'll make you one in your favorite color or what your color you want blue. What the hell does Danny want with one of them anyway? Yeah, she's already creeped out by him. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't want any more of that. Yeah, this yeah blue to match her eyes. But it does really emphasize the viola Lloyd in the grounds, mm-hmm. like the years and everything. I don't know how important that'll be later. Yeah. Sixteen forty-five to sixteen eighty, so a little bit after, probably most likely the kids of Ambrose Lloyd, the graves that were outside. The okay, chapel. this for me is where things like really started getting weird for Mrs. Like Mrs. Gross had always been weird, but this is the beginning of where things get really weird. Mm-hmm. How funny was this when they were at the kitchen counter getting ready and Jamie comes back from the funeral and she looks beat and Danny goes, Oh, okay. I'll make some tea. And <laughs> both Jamie and Hannah are like, no, 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 don't do it. Hannah's like, I got it. Yes. Just make sure they don't cut their fingers off. So Danny goes to clean some whatever potatoes or something and specs feels her up, dude. Yeah, yeah. right next to the kids. That's rude. So fu- I, that's creeped the shit out of me. Yeah, so he feels her up. And now, you know, this is ever since last episode, at the end of the episode. Now he's just showing up wherever the hell he wants. He's not mm. showing up in, in reflections. And Jamie is well, for, well, first, there's a little eye bang with uh, yeah. Danny. But she's <laughs> saying Owen's mom, you know, she was gone way before. Don't ever let me get like that. If I get like that, shoot me. Yep. And Danny looks sad and looks down and looks away and says, you know, hey, I need a minute after Specs grips her, which is not isn't making her feel any better. So it's pretty obvious that Specs to Danny is more just like her seeing something she's guilty about. I'm not taking him as any kind of real ghost. So she looks at Jamie, they give each other eyes and then she feels guilty. And then mm. here comes specs. That's how I'm taking it. I don't know. What yeah. are you, are you guys taking it that way? I was thinking, yeah, guilt. I was cause like they, I fuck and she kind of has that look of hesitation, walks over to the sink and then that's when specs appear. So I yeah. think it was more of a, a guilt thing. And we kind of get a little evidence of guilt too, a little bit later on. I think. Right. I, think. Uh, I guess that is a good point. Every time we see him, it's when, She's with Jamie, basically. Well, not with Jamie, but like at least nowadays, like when they were spoiler alert kissing, like in this episode, yeah, mm-hmm. she sees him. So I think it's a guilt thing, personally. Yeah, and she also says later, whether it's her or the narrator, I guess it's the narrator. Any time that she feels happy, she feels guilty because she should be feeling bad, right, about the dead, meaning so, specs. So it's either when she's like finally normal, yeah. yeah. You know, finally getting over it yeah. is when it comes back and haunts her, which sucks. And so, to add to the the suspense here, not only is she dealing with the internal strife of specs, she's kind of pacing the house right now. She's at the living some living room. Yeah, she stormed out because she needed a minute. Yeah. Takes a peek out the window, and who's there? Quint. Quint. This creeped 
the living shit out of me. And he's just walking along the house. That's what creeped me out. And is she's that following, following him. him. And they're neck and neck with each other. Uh, it gets to the point where he's basically at the front door. She runs to the front door, grabs some kind of weapon or something. Fire poker. Fire poker, exactly. And she opens the door, ready to swing. And it's fucking Owen. Yep. And it's like, what the fuck? fuck like was, is she imagining this is owen a bad person like yeah. what the fuck is going on uh, peter was trying to get her to kill owen and, plus, yeah. like, and this is like the crazy thing too is like so they're they're hashing it out it's like no damage was done everything's fine mm-hmm. and flora kind of looks at mrs gross and she's like how did you know owen was going to be here and then owen kind of starts talking like i honestly i just started driving here yeah like, mm-hmm. this reminded me i i'm i'm sure there were kind of things like this in the the show for the hill house but at least in the book of the haunting of hill house this was kind of like something that appeared there too where it's okay. just like characters would do things and then kind of just wake up and oh, be yeah. like oh i'm here now or That's something like that house. yeah I, I like that though i like that aspect yeah i mean she's cooking dinner and she says earlier let's make owen's oh, favorite. favorite yeah we mm-hmm. forgot to touch on that yeah too. so when flora came in she was like oh owen like how did uh miss Mrs. Gross. Mrs. Gross, no, you're coming. And even he she, also, she even's just like she's just kind of like spacey. She kind of just like looks yeah. looks around and is like, eh. I and she pretty much I bangs Owen too. How <laughs> old do you think she is? Sure, she's dead, so she doesn't. Like, the, the, <laughs> no, I mean, like, how old is she supposed to be? Like, how much older of, to Owen do you think? To me, if she's seems, real, to me, it seems like she should be way older. She looks great. So I, I mean I th- I think she's supposed to be older, but she looks younger I'm to like me. Owen, like because Owen stills technically, I guess, living with his mom. Like, yeah, and so he can't be that old. But I guess it's for health purposes. But she just comes off as way older. Okay, me, to me, to me, no, I, I think she comes off as older. I just think she looks younger for her, maybe her age. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now we're thinking about the wedding and. We have Edmund's mom and or what did I just say? Edmund's Specs's mom. mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's this Edmund? Edmund? She's got Specs's mom and and her mom, right? Watching her put on trying to put on the dress. Mm-hmm. And that this chick is hitting on her, dude. All she does is say, Hey, you got some sexy shoulders, baby. <laughs> she gets she gets puts her hand on her Danny's lower back, and I guess Danny feels Danny's, a little flutter. She's I think she's feeling like excite like excitement yeah she's i mean like, this- she's obviously feeling like shit like this is not i'm not being true to myself marion mm-hmm. specs here mm-hmm. now we're back at dinner and it's owen's favorite meal like we said and Respectable flora choice to shepherd's pie love i love shepherd's pie so then flora says that mrs gross likes them to owen yeah. well did you hear owen's line that he said he says, oh, I'm sure Mrs. Gross would be happy for me to get out of her hair. She doesn't have hair. I know. <laughs> I was like, dude, poor choice of words. That's hilarious. This is a, a good speech, but also kind of creepy by Flora. Yeah. So I, she knows for a fact, I guess because she talks to ghosts and Hannah's dead. That she tells her all the I'm like dead set on it. I, it's weird. I feel like it's too obvious that she's a ghost. Yeah, like yeah. It, it should be too obvious because it's like too easy of a thing to guess. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has to be more complicated. Mm-hmm. And then, like you were saying, there's there's a little speech where she just looks at Owen and says, "Like you're not dying, you know." You're not dying, you know. What do you mean? 
remember when Dad died. I thought I was going to die too. I was sure of it. But then I thought, what if I was already dead? But nobody else knew, and I was walking around dead. But everybody could see and hear me. That was dreadful. It only felt like dying. Because actually, I was still alive. You have to be to feel that way. I wasn't dead. It was just really, really sad. But then I learned the secret. I didn't even need to be sad anymore. What secret? Dead doesn't mean gone. Beautiful speech. Uh, I don't want, again, Dave hasn't seen Hill House, and it's not that anybody read the book, so it's just, you know, it's like Sixth Sense, like, who's dead, who's not, who's a ghost, who's not? We've been talking about this the whole time. It's crazy. And it transitions over to Miles, right, saying, I think I deserve a drink. And they're, <laughs> they're just laughing and shit, like, okay. And he goes, you know, like, I think I deserve one. You're all having one. And then escalates to him saying, I want an actual bloody drink. Yeah. And slamming his fist on the table. Throwing a tantrum, literally. I mean, you guys do that when you're 10, man. I mean, you have a long day. You need a drink, a hard, <laughs> stiff drink. No. I'm 24. And after a long, hard day, I don't need a fucking drink. <laughs> <Same. anywhere>. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing I did want to talk about really quick is Flora, when she's talking about the death thing with Owen. And she says she only felt like death because she was alive and she was struggling to deal with the loss of her parents. Now in the first episode, when the guy's giving the speech, he says that the worst part of loving someone is knowing that you're going to one day lose them. So if you love them, you have to be okay with the fact that they're going to die and you're going to have to feel the pain. Mm -hmm. And she's giving the speech to Owen. So again, is Owen the guy giving the speech? Am I thinking too much into it? Uh, I like that. Don't know how it could be, but yeah, I do. I mean, like if, that thought that it's the same. All of these speech. theories that you guys propose to me, I'm just like, they sound good. Hot On paper, they sound like, good. If we're thinking about this, hot mama can't be Danny because Danny's say 25 to to 30, and probably younger because Henry Wingrave was guessing 25 to 30. But we also know that it wasn't that long ago that they were going to prom and then they were engaged and Specs died. So, and she's only been gone for what, how long did they say she was gone at first? A few months. Six yeah. Months. So six months she was gone. Yeah. So she can't be at the age of hot mama, hot Nana yeah. <laughs> because she's too old when she's given that. So I don't think that's Danny, but I do think there's a chance that Owen's the guy giving the speech. Yeah. They, I think okay. you're right. There's something there and we just can't recognize him because he looks unbelievably different yeah yeah right <laughs> i mean that's it's that's hard to do yeah. you know i mean it's not any kind of spoiler to dave that there's two different actors for hugh in hill house but that's very explainable because they show both a lot i mean i feel like it would be very hard to be like oh yeah that's owen by the way the guy you saw in the first episode yeah we'll see yeah we'll, we'll see. see i wonder if we'll get any hot nana before the last episode. I hope that we see, I mean, if she's not, if she's true to what she's saying and she's not a part of the story and she only heard the story and it's a friend's story, then we probably won't see her. But I think she's part of the story. So I think somehow she's going to be in this. Yeah, we'll see. So we get Danny up in the kids' room, getting them ready for bed. And we get a little 
ghost action with the dollhouse. It yeah. opens up slowly. This is the first thing she sees besides the mud and besides specs. Mm-hmm. That's supernatural. So, right. She's heard some things. She heard things when they were playing hide and seek, but she assumed that was just the kids running around while they're hiding. I guess Peter. She's seeing Peter, but she thinks he's real right now. So yeah. she's not thinking. What she could be. I have no idea. I don't see how he could be. Is Peter real and Mrs. Gross is feeding Peter? I maybe, maybe, like, maybe she hated him so he just much. Out of plate, like that. literally, like is he like hiding in the basement of Bly Manor and Mrs. Gross is feeding him, keeping him alive, and and like Jesus, B. Toms, why are you telling me this? So, no, on the no, on, I actually on episode it. one, B. Toms is saying something like she's keeping someone alive. Maybe it's freaking Peter. No, I think the only just because like how the front door incident like there's just no way owen would not have seen peter unless he was somehow peter i I agree reverse yeah so anyway that we can discuss it more because she looks in the dollhouse and she sees the peter quint doll right next to miles are all right next right next to his bed behind his dress and you do see all the other dolls in the house like are those actual representation representations of where everyone is like in the very like when it first looks into the dollhouse you see the kitchen where it's like jamie mrs gross and then so you see some other last episode b tom's got into this he actually looked at the picture he freeze framed it and looked at where everybody was and we were guessing that the baby looking thing was the doll from the basement that moved its head. We're thinking uh, we obviously we caught the secret ghost, which is the plague doctor. Yes. Thing. All over the place, at least eight times or something. And mm-hmm. we see where he is. He's in Miles's room. And then he went and then he's in the hallway when Danny leaves the room. So it seems like they're representing everything right. Like Danny is in is being put into flora's room when danny says who's that and she says is that me and she says no silly it's a doll (laughs) (laughs) but my question to you guys is who's moving the dolls do you think it's a ghost moving it do you think it's flora moving it because i think the ghosts move on their own i was thinking like voodoo action just kind of like they just move as the actual people so you think that the dolls are voodoo and they move as everything moves but if you but if in the sense that if you were to move a doll like that person's not also going to move maybe or like maybe it could be like that in the fact that maybe flora is like controlling this peter thing i, no, I mean we were that say- is so far-fetched no i mean we in episode one and two we were saying that is flora controlling the ghost now we are mainly but my my only thing is no just because at the front door she's at the front door she's not with the hall dollhouse yeah so i agree that. with that and then we got to the point where we were basically saying it's like the marauders map in the way where it's tracking the ghost but i don't think it moves itself like i think that something's moving it the only reason i think it's a ghost and not flora is because the thing opens itself but also when flora wakes up in the middle of the night it's gone and she's surprised and she's surprised there's movement Mm-hmm. so i think something else is moving it and she's just using it to track but yeah. i don't know what's no, moving yeah. it i mean i think it's uh just moving on her their own we'll see okay. i guess we see miss jessel in the room well in the dollhouse we see in, the, in the room with, with Danny. them and th- yeah i think in a little second doesn't like flora like look over her yeah. shoulder well okay. that, yeah she's she's talking to her and she's looking in the eye and saying hey do you and miles let in peter quint and do you see him do you let him into the house and her response is no we just don't let him in the house that's silly which one that's a weird ass response two she lies all the time. So I think she did let him in the house. But then again, so uh, you she, think 
Peter's real and she's letting him in the house, or you think he's a ghost and she's letting him in? I think everything right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. Give me I a really, little bit so of everything. I th- so I think that I don't like I said, I don't know who's moving it. I don't know if it's Flora. I don't know if it's a ghost. I don't know if they move themselves. I think we're all in agreement that where the dolls are is where the ghosts are. Mm-hmm. And that she also tracks the people somehow. So that's why I also don't think it's Flora moving it. But when Danny picks up her own doll, Flora goes, don't touch my dollhouse. They need to be in a certain spot. I have a particular system. Yeah, I have a particular system. And then we know that Mrs. Jessel is in the room with Danny. And like you said, when Danny's talking to Flora, she's looking at Mrs. Jessel. And Danny's saying, why do you keep doing that? You keep looking over my shoulder. And and Flora's like, I don't know what you mean. like Because she lies. Yeah. That's when she gets into, have you seen Peter around? Which is a good question, finally, like to ask. Like That's a question you need to be asking the kids because obviously they're being weird. And if you don't think ghosts are a thing like Danny and you think Peter's real, that's a good thing to ask these kids. Like, are you letting Peter in the house? Have you seen him? No, that is it. You know, because in episode one, when she says she sees Peter in the wing on the whatever parapet, 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 the kids look at each other like, Mm. oh, shit. You know, like, and they're tied. The kids are definitely tied to Peter Quinn, either ghost or real. Right. Definitely. 100% confirmed. Well, not 100%. Like, we're like 90% sure. So, like you were saying, we see Peter. She says, who's this? Mm-hmm. And it's Peter, the doll. Mm-hmm. She says, oh, you have Peter. And he's standing next to Miles. Yeah. In Miles' bed. Mm-hmm. Okay? So then, Danny goes into Miles' room, and he doesn't even remember being a freaking weirdo. Yeah, he. she says that was quite a display. And he says, what display? Yeah. Peter's controlling Miles. Jessel's controlling Flora. Locking it in. Lock it in right now. I don't think Floor's getting not control, but maybe they're just I don't know. But, but I, there's definitely I think I, I think Peter is tied to Miles and I think Jessel is tied to Flora. I definitely think Peter and Miles are connected and Miles doesn't know what's good when he's possessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh we get all the adults, Danny, Owen, Jamie, and who am I missing? Hannah are going out to a bonfire and they said you're coming with us and i i just want to do a quick rewind this has nothing to do with anything we're saying right now but (laughs) when we get to the episode the first episode we said we didn't see any secret ghost the third episode i mean first episode that we cover today when the cop is talking to danny and he's in the door there's a soldier the soldier that's the doll that we that we talked about him. He's in the dollhouse too. The soldier ghost. Wow. He's standing in the door, like behind them, just straight up standing there the whole time. Really? It's not even like Hill House where you're like it's quick or you have to like kind of move around and make sure you're looking at the right thing. He's just standing there. Hmm. And we were saying about in the first episode, the plague doctor. He even like moves sometimes. Yeah. So they're doing a little bit different with the secret ghosts, which I like it. And they're, I, they're I, parts of the story. Yeah, exactly. And I actually said that Mike Flanagan, the, the creator, said that the secret ghosts are definitely in this season, but they're more part of the story compared to how they were just randomly in Hill House. That's so. Do they make an appearance at this bonfire? I didn't notice I didn't any. Notice anything at the bonfire? It's right. just them getting together drinking their their problems away basically and then we cue another flashback this yeah is, this we get is where things get a little uh little spicy yeah we real quick we had uh jamie trying to like show off her knowledge and owen cuts her off right before the punch line's like oh that's why they call it a bonfire right because a bonfire 
And Jamie's like, like I was saying, I just thought that was funny because Owen's already wasted at this point. Can someone tell me when he says alcohol you later? That's right. After okay. That. <laughs> That's awesome. Love that guy. So now we're at like the big reveal finally. And we were saying last episode, we really hope that Specs is revealed quick because we were getting a lot of him early. And it wouldn't have been great if we get Specs, 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 Specs and not get a reveal until like episode seven. Yeah. yeah almost at the midway point, which is a perfect, perfect place for it. Yeah. So we get the story. Danny and Specs are at dinner. She's looking anxious and she's saying, oh, I don't know if I want all this craziness with the wedding she she says i I think we really need to tone it all down right and he freaks out she's like you know with the wedding i don't think i want the big one and he was like hey that was all your idea that's fine small wedding that's easy i for a second i thought you didn't want to get married yeah pause and then she just didn't say anything and looked away and he was like oh my god you don't want to get married waiter brings the food they're crying really awkward yep next scene we get they're in the car Fighting continues and screaming. Do you do you think she told him she's a lesbian at this point? I say yes. 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 And I don't think they showed us that on purpose. Yeah, because they don't they don't want to come out and say yet. But I yeah, I mean, that has to be what's happening. She's realizing, hey, I don't actually love you that way. Um, she literally says, but I like, do love I, you. She literally says, like, I thought I was being selfish that I could just stick it out. And eventually I would feel how I was supposed to feel. Right. So definitely at this point, I think you're right. But like his reaction doesn't make it seem like like, are you saying when he, he's gay? Like, does he know he's gay? No, 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 no. He's not. She's gay. gay. Oh, he's okay, not. Okay. That's this is when we find out. Yeah, that he's that, definitely that's, not. Yeah, gay. That's, what I was, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yes. It's like there's no way. So this is on his this reaction. is where my theory goes to shit, because he's definitely in love with her. Mm-hmm. And then she. Then how can you do this to me? Right. He's and he's freaking he, out. I mean, he says, fuck you. Yeah. She's trying to, like, grab him and say, hey, just listen, listen, I love you. She's not that way. I care about you. She's he's like, I just need to I just need to leave. Gets out, opens a door, doesn't look. Wham! Bus coming. <laughs> and right before it hits him, the bus's headlights in his glasses. That's where Specs gets the look. The reflection in the glasses. He gets hit, and this is what I was saying. I think this is when he gets thrown back. That was the end of the, yeah. Episode, yeah, the episode three. Could be that. But she gets out after screaming. Mm-hmm. Gets out and we see the bloody hand shaking that she saw in her bed. Obviously, eyes are just super bloodshot from cr- all the internal damage, cracked uh, glasses and everything, mm-hmm. which and, is crazy. Yeah. I'm glad we got it quickly, like you were saying, Jimmy. Right. Um, had no idea it was going to be that but way. Hey, she got out I, of the wedding. The, maybe. <laughs> uh-huh. it, yeah, she did. Crazy story. But she's obviously filled with a tremendous amount of guilt Mm -hmm. because nobody knows that they were about to break up. But we flash back to the bonfire. And this is actually where Jamie has the fun knowledge fact and Owen corrects her. And she goes on to say, does anybody have any bones they want to throw in the fire? Um, And real quick, we'll just rattle them off. Hannah's the first one to go. She says, Rebecca, Rebecca, Rebecca Jessel, basically. They all take a swig. Yeah, and they take a swig. Uh, then we got Mr. and Mrs. Wingrave. And then Owen goes on to say my mom. And he gives a beautiful speech. And also, uh, before Owen, Danny has chosen to pass. Or I think, is yeah. that before? Jamie yeah. Jamie says, like, do you want to go? And she says, uh, no, thank you. Is it weird to you guys that she's calling her Poppins when, did I miss this? Or Mrs. Jessel was the one that Miles calls my own personal Mary Poppins. So I always thought it was weird that 
Jamie calls her Poppins. But they refer just, to her. It's just like a nickname. Just like you, you're the because you're the nanny. Yeah, yeah. but the, it it seems like a term of endearment, though. Yeah, I think it's just like a nickname for now. Yeah, so she asks Danny if she wants to go. She passes, so then that's when Owen goes and gives his his speech. I'm under the impression that Hannah is drinking out of an empty bottle or faking. Yeah. But yeah. I don't definitely think easily actually. faking that you can easily fake that yeah we mm-hmm. couldn't see shit yeah. and there's also a, a moment here when they're walking to this is when she's first zoned out she says like hey can you get danny a fresh bottle she doesn't move danny walks over and picks up her own right we don't actually see hannah pick up a bottle so she right. could be faking it so that was a very sad moment and then it goes back to the flashback to possibly an even sadder moment when the family of Specs is in the hospital waiting room and the doctor comes in and tells them that he's died. Yep. Uh, Danny freaks out, goes into the bathroom, she's freaking out, washing her hands. And this is the first time she looks up and sees Specs mm-hmm. in the mirror behind her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're going to the funeral slash viewing. And, you know, she's obviously upset, obviously feeling guilty. And people were saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She's not paying attention. Well, and and then, to make it worse, they're saying, you guys, you made him so yeah. happy. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's like layering that guilt on there. Yeah, you guys were a beautiful couple. Um, I'm so sorry. And everybody said like, hey, you're being so brave right now. You're doing so well. Yeah, the mom, Specs' mom just keeps turning to her saying, you're being so brave. Good job. And then creepy as shit not only is she seeing specs in the mirror but he's like got his hand on her shoulder Mm -hmm. and she can't she's standing right in front of the mirror so every time she looks she keeps seeing him so she freaks out and i'm guessing this is the first time she puts a cover over a mirror yeah and the whole room's looking at her like this bitch cry (laughs) so then we jump back to jamie and danny they're walking away from the bonfire leaving Hannah and Owen a little alone time for some hand stuff. <laughs> and they they walk into a green room and they sit down and Jamie says, hey, I'm not going to ask what's wrong because I don't like being lied to. Yeah. So you're going to tell me what's the matter. Right. Danny gives her for the first time some actual information. Gives it's very anyone, broad. It's right. very broad information. Gives anybody information, actually. Mm-hmm. So she's, you know, she says this is the first time I've ever said any anything like this to anyone. She says how she's seeing things. She saw Peter. Peter's not the first person she's seen. And then she explains the whole situation with specs and we don't need to go over that because we just did but she told specs she's can't be with him he dies she's she's upset and now she sees him in the mirrors in the reflections and jamie says like is she is he here now she says no and then they get a little a little hot kiss and then a nice little kiss and to be clear danny kisses jamie mm-hmm. jamie pulls back and says you sure. you sure? Which, ladies and gentlemen, that's called consent. That is one hundred percent consent. And they start going at it for a bit, and they look really happy. And you're happy for him for about three seconds because Danny opens her eyes and sees Specs right behind, staring at her. Yeah. Now, when she says, "Are you sure?" she looks. So I took it almost as she was going to be like over it finally because she's mm-hmm. with jamie or and maybe she thought she was for a quick second. yeah and then he's yeah. all up in her shit man and specs needs a letter and jamie takes it as like 
a, a offense almost because she doesn't. Well, she yeah, she, she doesn't realize uh, she doesn't know, and nor does Danny say that he ended up being right behind her. But she kind of gets offended a little bit almost. I, yeah, seems. she she takes it better than some. Yeah, might it's have. not like offended, but it's she, like she's she, just weirded. I out mean, she's pretty much says to herself like, "Listen, uh, I can. Uh, you basically said you're not ready, and I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done this. You're not yeah. ready." And she says yeah, because yeah. obviously Danny feels horrible. She's like, "Please, please, please, it's not you." She's guilt, like, "Guilt." Yeah, guilt. and. Jamie's actually telling her, like, no, like, it's okay. Like, she right. just didn't work out, which I was like, here, yeah, Jamie, you're freaking awesome. You're you're up there with Owen for my favorite character. Right yeah, now. I like those two. A lot. I, I was kind of laughing with Jamie when she makes the joke about, like, you want me to get that boyfriend out of here? Like, yeah, it's kind of funny, but it's kind of like a weird thing to say to Danny. Like, hey, you want me to get your dead boyfriend out of here? Like, yeah. hey, dead boyfriend piss off like, yeah that just happened like six months ago yeah right eight months ago or something like that yeah. so relax so we get a flashback with Spex's mom and we see that Spex's mom hasn't talked to danny in a while and she says she's worried about her because she doesn't she's heard that she hasn't been taking care of herself uh she brings her some lasagna and she says here's Spex's glasses i need you to take them and danny says no i don't i can't take them and the mom pretty much says i can't bear to look at them but i can't bear to throw them out yeah. so i need you to take them right she says okay and she's hugging her saying like you're still part of the family and as she's hugging her a cab pulls up mm -hmm. and danny's like hey i'm actually really busy i have to go i'm sorry bye super busy closes the door and she goes inside and the camera pans and you see her bags all packed and ready to go she is leaving and she's not telling anybody. All right. So now I guess the hand stuff is either over or interrupted. Yeah. But he's talking about taking her to Paris. Yeah. Which either is a three way or <laughs> they're going to go to actual like, you know, France. So <laughs> Hannah's like, oh, so you want to go to Paris? I haven't left Bly. <laughs> <laughs> Owen's he's shooting a shot, though. Um, is. I didn't see any smooching, but I can only assume there was some. Um, I hope so. Jamie gets back and says, hey, you know, hey, Owen, um, turn it into a pumpkin, which I thought was funny. Yep. Uh, time to get going. And this is when Owen stands up, has the bottle and says, alcohol you later. Yes. And I was like, fuck yeah, Owen. Uh, keep, yeah. keep these puns coming. He's the man. And Jamie, you know, is taking care of him. Hannah says, like, drive safe. And she says, I know the road. Right. Like, I'll be she's, fine. You know, she's drunk. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of gives Danny, like, we're good. Yeah. She, I was just about to say, she says, like, really? Like, it's okay. Yeah. And we get a little, they keep emphasizing, like, even when she was taking the sips of wine earlier, Mrs. Gross, like, only camera, like, camera was right on Mrs. Gross taking a swig so we could see a possible reaction. And now we see her as Jamie and Owen are leaving, Mrs. Gross is holding this wine bottle and kind of just like staring at it. Like, wow. It's really, really Something's weird. Definitely she's weird. Like, it seems like she's ignoring everyone at this moment, except herself. Right. This wine bottle. So, so Jamie takes the Owen away and she's like, Oh God, like, look at you drunk ass. Yeah. Alcohol you later, bro. So <laughs> now this goes to Danny in her room correct and yep. she's sleepless kind of staring at the glasses yeah. can't do anything she gets up she goes downstairs and she goes right to the kitchen for some wine and now we have flora turning over she opens her eyes and she sees that danny's not in her bed so now she's kind of like yeah looking around looking around looking around and there's the lady of the lake the bed which is underneath her dresser on the other side of the room usually 
Yeah, if yeah. if all is well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If all is well, and all is not well. Um, so we also see Peter's yeah, doll with, with again, Miles. right over Miles. Still, what a creep. Yeah. So she calls Peter and Miles. She says, "Yes, Miles. yes." I'm sorry. <laughs> she calls Miles, and they run downstairs, and Miles and Flora are standing there, and they say that she had a bad dream. Mm-hmm. And they are like, obviously, Miles is staring over the shoulder while Flora is telling the dream story. Mm-hmm. And we slowly see someone walk by. White gown, dark black hair. And that's the Lady of the Lake, correct? Yeah. Not Miss Jessel. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, is that, is that what we're going with? Then oh, she yeah. goes into the lake and that's where the mud comes from? Yeah, she comes out of the lake and then comes back to the... Now, I mean, we see Mrs. Jessel... We see Mrs. Jessel at the lake, too, and obviously that's where she mm-hmm. died. But we are under the understanding in the last episode that we thought that she was two separate. They were two separate people. So, I, yeah, nah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I legitimately have no idea. It, it was like so blurred out too, like her walking by. You I mean, they have, see like you can't even see like color of the skin. You can't see like hair, really. Like I they guess have you separate dolls, though. So that's why I think they're different. Yeah, no, that's uh, I'm with you. I'm, yeah. I'm on team. They're different. So what's the deal? Like the lady of the lake seems like she only goes from the door to the wing to the door. And it, it seems like she's got like tunnel vision where unless you're in her way, she's not going to do anything to you because Danny's standing right there. And so are the kids. All she had to do was look to the right. Yeah, it was, it was almost like the kids were trying to protect Danny from actually being seen or see her. her. I yeah. Thought, one yeah. or the other. I thought it was, yeah, them trying to protect the lady of the lake from being spotted from Danny, but it also could be the other way. I didn't even think about that other possibility that it could be them protecting Danny from. No, yeah, I I definitely see him as protecting Danny because it's like when they locked her in the closet, Mm -hmm. they're protecting her. Oh yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. When they locked her in the closet to me, that was just like, these kids are being fucking dick. Oh no, no. We took it as they saw that the lady of the lake was coming. Coming. So they locked her to to protect her. Yeah. They had, they, they, Seems so, like they didn't want to do it. So based on that information, I'm going to agree on the fact that they are protecting Danny and not the Lady of the Lake. So Flora keeps saying, I need a couple more minutes. I need a couple more minutes. I need some milk. And finally, we watch the Lady of the Lake disappear. And then it's okay. They're, they're good to go. And Miles walks by really quick, looks out the door, sees that she's not there, and then closes it. And the door was open. Yes, the door was open like was it always left. is. Yeah. So he was going just to close it. And when they go back to bed, Danny's walking with a bottle of wine. And as she's opening it, she looks down at the floor and she sees the mud. And she's like, holy fuck, again, look, I'll deal with this tomorrow. Yeah, I can't deal with this right yeah, now. These kids. Oh. And again, one set of footprints. I know. Come on. But it's not that hard, guys. So she's kind of fixed. She's trying to overcome everything. She's trying to process everything. She goes back to the bon- She grabs the glasses, gla- grabs the wine and everything, just heads to the bonfire, kind of trying to make amends with herself. She tosses the glasses into the fire and cue specs. And it was like she was waiting for it. Yep. She she looks up. She's like, hey, just me and you. I think she's realizing that like, I think at, right at this moment, she's feeling the guiltiest she has been in a while. So I think with her and ready to confront the demon inside, quote unquote, demon inside of her. I think this is where I, like, this is why Specs is able to, you know, maintain. Yeah. Form. And I think with like Owen's speech, the, we didn't get into exactly what he said, but at the end, he said, maybe soon or finally, sometime I'll let you go. I think now Danny's realizing she just got to let him go. 
Yeah. You know, and that's that's the symbolism. This was such a rough episode to end on because it's like, mm-hmm. what? What's the conversation? Are they gonna, are we going to see this conversation in episode five? Is it going to be like how? I mean, every episode, I think, is picked up right where it's left off, correct? So far. So hopefully we get a little bit, not just them staring and then a, a cut to black or something like mm-hmm. that. But we, we, we get did something. have like that big uh, gust of wind that kind of sparked the fire a little bit. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that was him being like pissed off or just showing any signs or just pure freaking coincidence. But overall thoughts on the episodes. I love them. I, I honestly think that I was a vet for our Rooks and Vets with Hill House. So I went into our last podcast knowing what's going to happen. So it's been a while since I felt mm. with the whole situation where I'm like, what's coming next? What's coming next? What's coming next? What's this mystery? Trying to figure out all the theories and stuff. It was so cool listening to you and Luke trying to figure out the theories, your theories and what's going to happen for Hill House. Now that's what I feel like right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> To be honest, after episode one, I was really drawn in to Hill House. This was a little bit like, okay, but as it keeps going, like you said, Jimmy, it it is a really slow burn. And I like how we're finding out bits and pieces, like kind of like Hill House, Mm -hmm. but we weren't given the end pieces first. I feel like Hill House definitely has more reveals slash action to make you feel like more things are happening. I'm so excited to watch as you get through each episode instead of like it being a slow burn. Like, Mm -hmm. like I felt like in Hill house, we're learning stuff. We're learning stuff. We're learning stuff. We're learning stuff, you know, and we are learning stuff with this, but it just feels like for me, new first time, like I said, in the beginning of the episode, first time doing a horror series ever, honestly. And gotta say, even though I hate being scared, I love where the story is going. Just, can't stress enough like you guys have been saying just can't wait to get to the end of this and see how everything ties all together and that's going to do it for us guys if you like what you heard our podcast has also covered amazon's the boys season two if you're on the world wide web give us a follow on instagram and twitter and hit subscribe on spotify or apple podcast once again we are binge town tv and thank you so much for listening jump scare you're listening to the geekscape network 